Hey everyone, my name is Brennan Patrick, and you're listening to Superlit. I just ran up some steps. Um, <laughs> Superlit is a bi-weekly podcast pertaining to the books about the LGBT community. Hello, everybody. So this past week was uh, pretty big for Superlit. We uh, finally published those photos from our secret photo shoot. And if you're viewing this on, it's either SoundCloud or iTunes or wherever it is, um, you see that our little uh, images changed. And um, yeah, I <laughs> secretly did that. Um, I got together with Sophie and our photographer, Nicole, and uh, we really worked together to make something fun and cute for the podcast. And uh, I got the idea from Mariah Carey's Rainbow album. <laughs> so <laughs> as... Uh, as much as I'm sure you'd love to see us in our underwear, that is not what we're doing. So um, thank you so much for the uh, good responses to that. But I turned 28 last night, and uh, I thought that this book would be this like perfect uh, reading for this week. So the book we're getting into this week is called The Letter Q. So The Letter Q is a compilation of letters from authors to their younger selves. And they're not only letters, they're also uh, illustrations. <laughs> so they're like little comics. I can't get over the comics. They're very funny. But uh, I'm going to read the back to you because there's no book sleeve because this is soft cover. I'm going to read a certain part of it. So in this anthology, 64 award-winning authors and illustrators such as Michael Cunningham, Amy Bloom, Jacqueline Woodson, Terrence McNally, George McGuire, David Levithan, and Armistead Maupin. I, I'm so sorry if I mispronounced that name. They make imaginative journeys into their past, telling their younger selves what they would have liked to know about their lives as gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender people. Through stories and pictures with bracing honesty, these are words of love, messages of understanding, reasons to hold on for the better future ahead. They will tell you things about your favorite authors that you never knew before, and they'll tell you about yourself. So, I picked this book up because I saw it on a book list, or I think I saw it at Barnes & Noble. You guys know I black out at Barnes & Noble. I just start buying books, and it's usually... Um, when I can't, really shouldn't be doing it. Uh, that's always when it happens. But I read on here, um, I've always been interested in David Levithan's work. Um, I don't think I have any of his pieces, but I've like read them before. And I saw his name on the list, and I was like, oh, that's cool. And I don't know half of these authors, and I thought this would be a really cool introduction to people's writing styles, even if it is like a letter or a comic to themselves. I thought this was like a really cool thing. So I read 
David Levithan's piece. And it was about how it was ironic that he decided to make fun of his one teacher for being gay when he would go home and listen to Barbara Streisand, the Broadway album. So (laughs) he was very aware without coming forward and saying like, Oh, uh, I'm gay. Like, I know I'm gay. Like it, it, he kind of knows that he is. He makes a joke about like gaydar after the fact. And, uh, I actually kind of laughed at that. I read a bunch of different stories in this book, and I thought it would be a really great idea to do a letter to myself. Now, I don't know if you guys can tell from the sound of my voice, but I'm currently fighting a cold right now. I feel like every episode I'm like, I can't talk for that long. But I got, I think, a cold from one of my coworkers at my uh, muggle job, if you will. That in turn got my dad sick, too. So uh, we're really just living our best lives. So... I thought I would write a uh, little letter to younger Brendan, and um, it's. <laughs> I think this is kind of weepy, but uh, I've never done anything like this before. Um, I don't normally do like this kind of self-examination. I actually asked Sophie if she wanted to do this with me, and she said, well, I already read my biography. And I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, Leon the Offbeat, that was about me. And I was like, okay, so great. Awesome. Glad that we're still referring to each other as Simon and Leah. Um, thanks, Sophie. But I figured for my birthday, I just turned 28, uh, that I would do a reading to my younger self. So this is hard for me to read. I hate reading things about myself. All right. Dear younger Brendan, though this is to a very specific person, let's say the one at Catholic school. I think that every instance of myself needs to hear this. So, Brendan, you're going to grow up learning to hide yourself from people. You're going to learn to not only lie to others, but also yourself. And even though you try to distract yourself with Harry Potter and the magic worlds and video games, you're going to be oh so lonely because you think that you're alone. When you meet people like you, the friends you've made will ridicule them for being out. You'll do the same to them, knowing full well that they're just like you. You'll feel growing guilt and feel anxious enough because of the secret that you hold to consider ending your life. You'll forget who you are in all of this, and you'll forget that you can trust your parents. You'll forget how to be happy. One day, you'll feel so anxious that your sister will notice and ask what's wrong. Please trust your family. Please talk to them. Please let your parents know how you feel. You can trust them. You choose to keep the secret until the end of freshman year of high school, and it will hurt you so much. I wish I could hold your hand and show you that you come out as an adult with family and friends intact. I wish I could show you how colorful your life could be, how colorful it will be. I know that you're terrified of who you are, but someday you'll find the person that you are to be much more courageous than you could ever believe. Magic may not be real, but you are, and that is magic in and of itself. Okay, so I've never written anything like this to myself. I don't know if that was good or bad. Um, I felt pretty good doing it, actually. Um, I've never considered doing anything like this, and... This book is full of people looking in on themselves and saying, like, okay, like, I need to talk to myself and doing it either because of this book. Um, And the book was, I guess, the two editors, Sarah and I think it's James. So Sarah Moon and James LeSense. I haven't heard of them before. And this is kind of the cool thing when I find books by people I don't know. Um, but if you read the first part of the book, it's under the author's like, hey, so it's, uh, I guess, almost like um, an introduction page. It actually tells you who uh, Sarah and James are. So Sarah 
is, I guess, the main person that got the idea together for this book. And James Ascense is the founder of The Trevor Project. That is... <laughs> I just had a tongue twister moment. I don't know why I couldn't say that. But um, she reached out to him and asked him, asked him to write the first letter. And... Uh, they in turn started asking other people. It was almost like a domino effect of like asking people. And I think that's actually such a cool idea. I didn't realize that when I f- like did the first read through for the book because I just wanted to read specific authors and I like, oh, this person like has a cool name. Like I want to see what they're all about. So that was me finding out after I actually had finished the book. And it's such a cool idea. And I didn't know who James Lissens was, and I didn't know who Sarah Moon was. So it was actually kind of cool to see a person reaching out and being like, hey, I have this idea for this book. Can you help me out with it? But I think this is such an interesting compilation of stories because I think anyone at any age could find this important. Like, I wish that something like this existed when I was a kid. I believe this was published in 2015 or 14, and it's... I'm kind of glad it exists because I think it's so special to hear from many different people, many different walks of life that, you know, you're not the only one feeling this way and that this is a thing that happens to many different people. And the beginning of the book has a piece from Sarah Moon herself. And, you know, it's it's very much what people imagine being aware of yourself, having other people aware of who you are before you even know. Um, I think it's very telling of that kind of story. And, you know, with me, like, people knew that I was gay before I knew what that word was. Like, I remember being called that and being called, like, you know, the other many words that go along with that before I even knew what being gay was. And I remember a kid in my neighborhood was older than me and he came out and all of my friends ridiculed him. And I started realizing that I was like him. And I think as a defense mechanism, I did the same thing to him. So I, as a kid, very much was like one of those people that was like, if I, if I go along with what everyone else is doing, I can shield myself from what's happening and maybe I will fly under the radar. And, uh, I think that's the thing that I wish I could say, like most my younger self is like, Hey, It might make you feel better in the moment to hide like that, but the more you do it, the more you're hurting yourself, and it sucks. And uh, I understand why I didn't come out at a super young age and why I waited until I was in high school, but, you know, it's, I don't want to say, for me, it was almost like a version of self-harm, hiding that from everyone and, like, keeping it to myself, but I was so distraught doing it. And it was so painful to me that I think it almost was for me like a kind of self-harming to keep such a big thing to myself and to ha- and to really have all this anxiety and guilt and pain hidden away. But I think that the letter Q, uh, I think this is such an important book because of the topic that it is. It's a, it's you know, it's not just like coming out stories. It's like addressing different things in people's lives that were like, hey, I need to talk to you about this, or like, hey, we should chat about this. And I think it's even more important because it's actual people talking to themselves and like actually doing self-reflection. And I think as people, we don't do that enough. And it's something that I know I don't do enough of. And reading this is very much like, oh, this is something that like can be healthy looking back and being like, okay, like, if you could actually send a letter to the past to be like, hey, you know it's rough right now, or like, hey, you're doing this thing right now, and 
it sucks or it's hard or like maybe you shouldn't be doing that. But like as you get older, it's going to be easier for you or it's going to get better or, you know, just some kind of ray of hope. And I, I really do wish I could like hold my younger self's hand and be like, hey, you're going to grow up and you're going to have so many people like you in your life. And honestly, the thought of you not getting to experience that is sad. Like it, it hurts me. And, uh, it, it makes me sad to think about anyone doing that. And it's, it's something that is very prevalent in our community, especially with younger people. I think something like this is so important because it like sheds a light on like, you know, how important it is to teach anyone at any age, like, Hey, you're normal. You're fine. You're not the only one going through this. Like this is, you know, someone else's story. You might relate to this. And I think that's important. I think I'm really glad I stumbled upon this book. I have a screen. I I just figured out I have a screen cap of the title of this book in my phone. And that's how I find a lot of things. And also like when I go into Barnes and Noble and black out, I, I honestly feel like every book that I ever wind up purchasing is in the same exact spot on the same exact shelf but it's all alphabetical, so it shouldn't be there. And it's just like, what happens when I go to Barnes and Noble? And you guys know that I'm like such a big, I guess for people who know who I am as a person, I'm such a tactile person that I need to hold things and to touch things. So like, even when I was in college, when I would choose paper to print on for photography, I would pick paper that made me like feel good about it. I'd be like, Oh, I like the feeling of this paper. Like I'm, that's just how I am. I love having an actual book in my hand and not having to rely on like, Oh, is my phone battery going to die. But I see why, like my dad is such a big, like audible person. Uh, he's really into books on his iPad and I can see why people are like that. That's how Sophie does everything, especially since, you know, she's, she has like a, a sit down job. I'm, I work in retail, so I can't necessarily listen to books on tape like that. And I, I want to try it. I'd be really interested in getting like an audible account just to see like how it's different because I love voice acting and I would really love to hear how people read things and if they do different accents and stuff and like different voices and things like that. But anyway, the letter Q, go out and get it. Especially if you, uh, if you ever want to look at a whole compilation of authors, you know, send in their younger selves things. I think that's a really cool thing, and I think it's super important. And I think it's something that we should, we should do. It should be an exercise. And if you go out and do it and you want you know something to do like that, I think that would be such a good activity. I think we should all do it. And I think my super lit family here, I feel like we should definitely do something like this together, and I think it would be something super cool to do. But um, yeah, I'm sorry this this is a shorter episode, but um, I'm very, I'm very, I'm very uh, sniffly. So uh, I think I'm going to cut the episode short now, but um, I just wanted to thank everyone so much for listening to Superlit. And uh, oh, God damn it. I do this every time. <laughs> I'm, I'm too sentimental. My name is Brendan Patrick, and thank you so much for listening to Superlit. <laughs>